0: know used it. to do in high school no so like room temperature butter is like so easy to spread right are we recording this because i think we should all right <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. so galena tell us about tell us this story about butter in high school so you know those like floors they were like polished they look like stone i'm assuming there were some sort of like marble floors in high schools i have typically sure yeah i'm with you and uh so in the morning they would have bagels and Like a vat of butter, like you know, government issue (laughs) butter. Yeah, yeah. And uh man, we used to take that crap and smear it on our shoes and just skate down the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't where I thought it was gonna go.
1: What would you think? It, it was, was just, just me and a couple of guys God. in this was, large jar of butter in was, high
0: school. It was a dark, stormy night. <laughs> <laughs> we had nothing better to do. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, we were just kids then. I mean, we, we were just experimenting
0: <laughs> with butter. But and man, if man, if you were able, because, like, it was hard to get any traction to get going. But <laughs> if you were able to, man, there was no stopping you. You'd skate all the way down the hall that's awesome it's like one of those shuffle boards in the bar so let me yeah (laughs) it's terrific
1: so what would happen then when other people would join the foray who did not put butter on their shoes
0: man oh you know what there would end up being a pile i would say would it be like yeah like
1: (laughs) exactly you started like a a 20 kid pile up
0: (sighs) man that was that good butter that's the good butter
1: What's up, everybody? Hey, good morning, Mister Galino. It's actually the afternoon. Yeah, but this is the six AM podcast, and we typically record it in the afternoon these days.
0: You know, yeah, I mean, why for once.
1: Hey, you know what I want to say is happy summer vacation.
0: Yeah, it's on now.
1: Holy smokes! Yeah, it's on now, suckers. All of our kids are out of school for the for the summer, and it changes everything about everything. Yeah, the entire dynamic, especially for those of us that work at home. The honeymoon is
0: over. Yeah, my guys were, like, at full-blown, like, playing two types of war, one with each other and the other one on their video games. Right. My goodness, man. Every time they're, like, fighting and arguing and carrying on, I'm like, I'm on a call. I'm doing business here. Trying to work. Who do you think pays for those video games? Yeah, you're darn right. Your grandmother does. (laughs) (laughs) So why'd you go harass her? (laughs) Yeah. Go to your grandma's house. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez. How about that? Hey, man, you got some
1: big news. I do have big news. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like, you know, we talked about this a couple podcasts ago. I started skating, and I've got a big goal for the summer, right? So it started with landing ollies, and then it went to frontside 180s, and then shove-its and pop shove-its, and then then I wanted to end up with uh, my kickflip. Yeah. Well, I landed my first kickflip in like 20 years the other day. Dude, that is sweet. It was freaking sweet, man. It was. You know what? And I can see you doing it, too. Oh, man. I was so excited.
0: Like, you know imagine me hitting a kickflip. it looked pretty stupid. Oh, mine looks stupid too. No, but I'm sure yours has some style. It,
1: well, I mean the, the 40 times that I fell before that probably <laughs> didn't, but like, you know, see, that's the funny thing about it. And I, and I want to say, and I, I'm glad that you keep bringing it up and that you're fascinated with it because, because I feel like just a little sheepish, you know, I'm like a little like, uh, who wants to hear about me skateboarding, but me? I'm, I'm really excited about it. Like, I love it, you know, <laughs> and like I practice every day guys. So I just want to say this, like, I practice every day. So if, if it's today, it's raining, for instance, I'll be in my garage, like rolling back and forth, just doing like, <laughs> just doing kick flips or whatever. And, and also I landed, I landed my shove and pop shove too. So I have all those down the The only thing that I don't have down defensively. Definitively, right now, is my front side 180. Like I can hit it. I have landed it, but it's not consistent.
0: You mean off of the off the five steps?
1: Yeah, I haven't done
0: the five step yet. You, you get know. the rail in there in the middle.
1: Haven't <laughs> yeah, done like five o grinds or anything like that. So no, I've got like so uh, you, you know my my level of like competency right now is I feel very confident in like you know of course riding and and my ollies and uh, also my shoveits. Like yeah. I can hit my shovets and pop shovets now. I feel good about those. You know the rest will come for the, the rest of the so my front side 180 and my kick flip and then after that the rest is gravy yeah you know I just want to be able to hit these off of tricks but the whole thing about it is is that I, I'm just excited that that once again I show myself that all you have to do is practice just mm-hmm. keep going at it you'll get it like have fun focus on it and just get it done like just keep trying you'll figure it out oh, and man. what's interesting at the age of 41 that I didn't know at 16 is like how to figure shit out
0: yeah. Yeah, and
1: I just didn't have the maturity then. I just get frustrated, and you know, you ever see like throw? I would throw my board and get mad. You know what I mean? And <laughs> what like, did I
0: get on the first try? Yeah,
1: like uh, this is dumb. I hate this. This is stupid trick. You know, we see that a lot in jujitsu, right? Well, this move isn't for me because I can't figure it out. Right? Oh yeah. But but the older you get, or the more maturity, the more perspective you have. It doesn't. It's not. It's not contingent upon age. For me, it is because I do everything the long, hard, stupid way. But. For if you if you can get that perspective, you can learn how to be a problem solver. And so, like I watch my feet, and I say, okay, this is what's not going right. Like I know that I'm doing something wrong. It takes a lot of different like mechanics to yeah. like do to pull off these moves, whether it's skateboarding or jujitsu um, or whatever.
0: And you have to practice it, yeah. and you got to figure it out, and troubleshoot, and problem solve, and then you go back at it again. You yeah, know? one thing that'll happen in jujitsu that won't happen in skateboarding is. Um, is uh like getting things by accident right like right. You're, sometimes you're rolling you're like did i just do that that's right like you're not gonna accidentally <laughs> kickflip no no <laughs> not usually <laughs> not usually like dude i was skating down the road and then all of a sudden like i just kickflipped it out of
1: nowhere it just <laughs> it
0: kick just flip, flipped kickflipped it. it
1: i kickflipped it it <laughs> So, so there's something else too, and I and I want to just bring this up, sort of like in our, because in, you're asking about it we were in this introductory thing, and, and I'm super. Uh, it's this is an immature thought, but I want to bring it up on the podcast. I want to be the pioneers of this. Okay, so the six a.m. podcast, you're hearing it now, and then I'll find out later that billions of people talk about this, and I'm an idiot. But here's what I think. I'm curious about this because in the in the world of skateboarding. If you land a trick, like everybody freaking loses their mind. Right. If it's just, even if it's the most simple of tricks, like your community, your skateboarding community oh, yeah. is just like, they just, they'll like, they'll carry you off the field. Right. You know, cause you landed your first <laughs> ollie, you know, And, and in jujitsu, not so much in jujitsu, somebody gets a move on us. We're like, Ugh. and then we think about it and we think about how we're going to defeat it and how we're not going to let that happen again. And I'm, I'm throwing it out there. I think we should rally around each other more often. Yeah, I think like when we, we kind of low move, key hate each other, yeah, we low for, for key exactly, <laughs> exactly. We're just we're a despicable group of people, and we really should just be like, you know what? That was awesome. That was yeah. so badass. We should do that again. Do it again. <laughs> do you it know, because I mean? that's that's what we do. Like, so when we're skating and stuff, you know, you you
0: have to do that again. Well, that's that awesome. reminds me, like when when we'll be coaching, right, and two people will be rolling, and you see someone's like just about to hit something, you're like, you're like, go, go, go! And a person that's going to get it done to them. Like, hears you too. Right. And then they defend it
1: (laughs) because they don't want to see you succeed. Exactly. Exactly. We are like, we we are like this. We're like this insecure group of backstabbing. Oh, my gosh. i love we're it we're the worst i love it we're the worst and then we pretend like we're in this family Jitsu family
0: oh, Jitsu lifestyle yeah know? we're like like awesome man you're you're so good you're so I good tap you i totally got it I'm if you're not looking i'll tap you get that motherfucker <laughs> yeah, exactly it's exactly
1: what happens it happens to all of us and so you can all pretend like you don't do that shit but you do yeah <laughs> but anyway
0: you yeah. know what i love about your story like you know the the skating thing is um so look it's been 20 years since you hit a kickflip yeah. Ish. Yeah, I mean, give or whatever or take. give or take, yeah. Give I mean, it's, take been, five years. it's been a long time. Yeah. It's been, it's a, been long. a long time. But like, you know, you had to test yourself to see like, you know, it's no secret that you know, you've dealt with, you know, knee pain here and there and um, yeah. you know, you talked to me the other day about back pain and you know, all these things come into play, you know, and and, and a lot of times it's what gets us to step away for a minute. Right, you know? Like we step away because we're like, Yeah, man. Last time I fell, I cracked my head pretty good, and I just don't think I can do that. Right. And I got kids to think about, or sure. what you know, these things creep in, sure. And um, at some point in time, you, you just hit. A decision that you're like, nah, I don't really care, right? So here's the here's I'm holding the, up to buy a motorcycle again,
1: <laughs> exactly. And so here's the here's the trick. Okay, so here's the trick to tricks, yeah. and and it's the same way with like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu too, I think, and uh, because I can come at it from both perspectives. And that is the the number one thing that stops you from landing tricks in skateboarding is the confidence to land the trick, mm-hmm. because in your mind you're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna primo this, which is when your board stands up on its end and you. St- You accidentally land with your feet on the on the wheels, and it's you know it's up on the ground. I mean, it's an instant fall. Like you're gonna fall, and you're gonna crack your hip or your head or whatever. And I mean, anybody that's ever skated or seen skateboarding can see like the more challenging the trick, the more dangerous, the more likely you're gonna fall and you're gonna hurt yourself. But even just tooling around, like you fall. It happens a lot. Sometimes it happens so quick. It does. It happens so quick, and and you can get hurt, right? So in your mind, especially as you become an adult, you're like, "Ooh, that's dangerous." You know, like let's not do that. And so it stops you though from actually having the confidence. When you you have the skill perfectly, you have the technique down perfect. Yeah. But it's your own self that stops you from yeah. from making it that. Taking that extra step, yeah, it's so.
0: it's true in so many things. Yeah, you know, I talk about my kids about baseball and you right. know, just having the confidence and the courage to get up to the plate. Yeah, you know, it's it's really in anything. You get up there with a mindset that, man, I hope I don't get hit by this pitch. Or, right, um, or you get up with the mindset of like I'm swinging. Like right. I'm hitting that ball unless it's a bad pitch. It makes you know? a
1: huge difference. It Does and it's it, a huge difference. Man, why is everything such a freaking mind game? It, it is though, and that's the thing. So we, we we focus so much on our physical beings, like because that's something that we can fix. Like we can see it fixed right there in front of us. Yeah. You know, if you go and you work out a lot. You start to lose the weight you want to lose or put on the muscle you want to put on or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, and you can say, ah, that's that's it. But you it does nothing for your – I mean, I shouldn't say that. It does help with your mental focus and your ability and so forth. But, but if you're not training your brain too and you're not training
0: your mental side, like, like who cares? See, I think I have um, a case of mis- misplaced confidence. Why? I mean, listen – I, I could have had better confidence in baseball growing up. Maybe sure. maybe I could have been a skateboarder too. I don't know. But I tell you one thing, if, I, if I'm walking up to the table and my mom's cooking dinner, I'm like, dude, I can eat three plates.
1: <laughs> don't even challenge
0: me. I can eat three plates. I mean I might have failed, but I came in with the right attitude. <laughs> you sure did. You <laughs> and sure Mama did. Galeno like never never failed me. The way she cooks. She, she cooks as if like Ten of I were coming to the table. <laughs> <laughs> She's armed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So so and that reminded me
1: that reminded me of what I wanted to talk about in our main topic today, because that sort of like leads into that yeah. discussion. But one quick note that also leads into our, our sort of our main topic today is Um, I don't know if everybody knows this, but they should. If you're on Facebook, I happen to miss it. But uh, Eric Foglia got his brown belt this weekend. Shut up. Yeah, he sure did well, that's another thing. Thank God. Yeah. Well, it is. It is for a variety of reasons. But, uh, you know, for those of us, for our listeners or whatever, I'm sure most of them know who Eric is. But if you don't know who who Eric Fogley is, you got to look him up because he's all over the internet.
0: Yeah. If you got something, he'll break it.
1: Yeah. He'll break it. This guy, he... So how do I explain Eric? Do you... Can you do a good... I could could do a pretty good job, I think. Nah, go ahead. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, tee it up. Yeah.
1: He's a pothead. (laughs) He's a total... He's a total wasteoid, Is he? No. No. See, I don't think he is. No, I, I was like, so. I don't know where no, you're going with that no, one, because I don't think. No, no, he doesn't. I don't think he does. I don't think he's supposed sharp. 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 He is sharp. He's a family man. He's a family guy. But I mean, he's been fighting most of his like adult life, in, yeah. either in in mixed martial arts and kickboxing and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And, and the funny thing about Eric is that out of out of all the guys and gals that I train with, I've probably competed with him the most out of anybody else in the gym. We've nice. been together at, at comps and so forth, and we kind of just like we he's one of those guys okay and you could and for for those of our uh listeners that are practitioners of brazilian jiu-jitsu every now and again you'll get that person where you trade taps right it's just somebody that like That just knows your game and knows how to catch you and you know their game and you know how to catch them and Uh it's just that and it's that that same feeling that i was just talking about with skateboarding where you just encourage each other constantly to to like go ahead and snap each other's necks yeah and eric's that guy for me he just (laughs) he knows exactly what i'm gonna do before i'm gonna do it he's always been that way and we just end up having really great matches and so there's never been a time where eric and i had a match and we were like well that was disappointing yeah you know we're like no that was freaking awesome,
0: yeah you know, big time,
1: and so I'm super proud of him uh and uh, for getting his brown belt. it's well deserved, and uh, he's been doing this a long time, and uh,
0: all I can say, buddy is uh welcome to hell but and and uh i think it's I think it's fair to say you know he's a um he, he's a, he's a looker too. He's a good looking guy. And, and you know what? Those I'm thighs. Not gonna, yeah. Those thighs. Those thighs. I mean, unless you've ever been in a triangle, you won't know to appreciate them. Yeah. He, but,
1: he often looks at me and says, Hey, my eyes are up here, buddy. You know? <laughs> I'm like, I, I apologize. He said,
0: he said, look, look me in the eye while I'm choking. You.
1: <laughs> I like when you look me in the yeah, eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. So, congratulations, Eric. Yeah, I'm super uh, happy for. Yeah, it. yeah, Foglia, you definitely, definitely deserved it, and uh, yeah. yeah, just a, just an outstanding
0: guy. Yeah, we've said this before. Another testament to somebody truly getting a belt is when everybody's happy you got it because it's like, yeah, thank God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I can feel a lot better about everything. Yeah. Hey, for anybody out there who doesn't know, we've got Pat George in the room today. Hey, Pat. What up, Pat? Thanks Hi. for joining us today, man. As usual. You know what I did this weekend? What did you do? I slipped out. And I got the wife. We uh, we got dolled up. Yeah. Put some cologne on. You got your car keys. Polished my shoes. Yep. We went out to see uh, Pat perform down Ooh. in York, Pennsylvania. In York. Yeah, he was part of a nice set. Oh, nice man. set of dudes and girls that got up and uh, they did their best. Like two hundred comics, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Comics, two or three hundred yeah. comics. Two or three hundred
1: other comics.
0: That's yeah, a lot. you should try laughing that long. <laughs> That's like, a lot of yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You should try laughing that long. Your face starts to hurt after a while. <laughs> like I just, you know, I got like permagrin. No, but um, you know, Pat's awesome. I don't know if anybody's gotten a chance to. To go ahead, just make everybody laugh real quick. Uh, tell us a joke, funny man. Yeah, just to... can no, you? Oh,
1: <laughs> you got me again. You're <laughs> <He's> so funny. <laughs>
0: Oh, you, man, actually, you, do, you guys
1: you got you guys do need to go see him yeah. and uh, i have not had the chance yet i should have done it this weekend but i didn't because i'm a loser but Galino
0: did so 6 a.m yeah. represent- well it popped up on facebook and you know my folks were in town and they're like hey we'll watch the kids yeah. That was and, nice. um, yeah. you know so so the funny thing is so we walk up there and, and they've got like this outdoor section and they've got a gate that goes in there and they've got they've got like what would you call that like a like a pit or a yeah. corral I mean, they keep the comics in a safe space because you can't let these people roam. Right? Yeah. Next to the stage, up. Yeah, they're they're, smart. I mean, the, the general population was there, and and by the way, it was like a Carnival Cruise Line population <sighs> waiting for, <laughs> waiting for Joey Bagadonuts to come out and do some shtick. <laughs> 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 Nobody had props. Aww, that's a bummer. But yeah. uh, you know, you walk up from the parking lot and you go past this gate where they're all sitting just inside, you know, in the stages to the right and um I I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm giving I'm giving Pat the the eyes like what's up buddy and, and there's other comics they're looking at me like what's this guy's problem? Yeah, what's his problem? Finally Pat looks up and he goes, oh, "Are you guys coming in?" I said, "No, nah, we're just walking by." <laughs> <laughs> that's <a dumb> question. <laughs> No, we were wondering what you were doing here. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you were going to be here. But um, no, it was good to see you, man. It was beautiful to see him in his element, like just shining. I mean, yeah. the dude's got some stage presence. I was telling my wife, like, he masters the stage. Yeah. You know, there's some people nice. got up there and they're like, oh, like and they're, crawling over to the corner of it. Yeah, they get like a water and you can see the water shaking <laughs> in their hand. You know, this guy gets up there and he's like, hey, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Every. <laughs> Body, and then you know the bass hits is like, and his intro intro music comes on, and Ooh. it's just ah, oh. you have you have intro music. Yeah, yeah oh
1: yeah, I got a whole thing. That's awesome. Lasers.
0: Yeah, there's lasers. Yeah, guy. There was a lady in a moo and she was up front. She started dancing. Yeah, go you go, sir. <laughs> you go, Joey Bag of Donuts. <laughs> yeah I love this
1: guy. I saw him on our last cruise to Alaska.
0: <laughs> do the rubber chicken joke. <laughs> I love the rubber chicken joke. <laughs> no, it was great, man. It was some great comics So, the sensei. The sensei. I made everybody battle. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that got that got weird. They're like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "We touch each other." Yeah, we, yeah. yeah, we roll. Yeah, we touch each other gently sometimes. So, <laughs> do you want to do you want to get onto this? Main yeah, jeez, what?
1: Wow, uh, let's get going. Instead of kissing everyone's ass, well, we can get back to. Doing what we do best. Pat
0: puts it out there. I'm kissing it. Yeah, me too. Speaking of speaking of butt talk, we had a lot of butt talk today. We had a we had a student that that realized his uh, his butt was not tan enough. Yeah. (laughs) Look, I mean, I can't. I you know, no
1: pun intended, but I caught the tail end of this one. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Uh. and I look over at one of our other students, and she was like, "Yes, this conversation's happening." (laughs) And I was like, "I know."
0: (laughs) Dude, it was, it was so terrible.
1: I'm like, I don't know why.
0: I don't know why. I don't know why this happens to me all the time. And oh, jeez. Yeah, it's
1: uh, it's true. So, yeah, yeah.
0: What well, it ended up with him getting caught with his um, his bare buttocks out, trying to get some sun on it, and and he said, he said, I don't think it was weird, but we're like, yeah, it's pretty weird. It's pretty weird. It's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Uh, so hey, you know, I I just came across something and um. You know, we, we try to tie everything back to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And um, I came across a, a letter that John F. Kennedy wrote to me back when I was running for U.S. Congress. <laughs> and uh, he was talking about the space program, right? And yeah. uh, I think... Um, these were remarks made at the dedication of Aerospace Medical Health Center in San Antonio, Texas. So it's back in 1963. Um, you know, we were kind of getting into this space race thing, you know. And um, so th- this is the remarks he made. Uh, he said, We have, it was the, the speech was called The High Wall of Space. He said, We have a long way to go. Many weeks and months and years of long, tedious work lie ahead. There will be setbacks and frustrations and disappointments. There will be, as there always are, pressures in this country to do less in this area, as in so many others, and temptations to do something else that is perhaps easier. But this research here must go on. The space effort must go on. The conquest of space must and will go ahead, and that much we know. That much we can say with confidence and conviction. Frank O'Connor, the Irish writer, tells in one of his books how, as a boy, he and his friends would make their way across the countryside, And when they came to an orchard wall that seemed too high and too doubtful to try and too difficult to permit their voyage to continue they took off their hats and tossed them over the wall and then they had no choice but to follow them this nation has tossed its cap over the wall of space and we have no choice but to follow it whatever the difficulties they will be overcome whatever the hazards they must be guarded against with the vital help of this aerospace medical center With the help of all those who labor in the space endeavor, with the help and support of all Americans, we will climb this wall with safety and with speed. We shall then explore the wonders on the other side. So this writing is just so cool.
1: Yeah, I wish I was listening to you because I didn't hear a single word you just said. I was thinking about, huh? Did he say something? No, he wasn't saying anything, I don't think. Is this thing on? Hello? Check, check, mic, mic check.
0: Okay. It's actually a super good speech. (laughs) It's it's an awesome speech. And, you know, it it begs the question is, you know, if we call the high wall of BJJ getting to your black belt, right? Is this deemed worthy an endeavor? Right. And um, so let's talk about that. Well, I mean we can you know, I we and we have
1: talked about it. We've talked about it so much and we continue to talk about it because it's such a mm-hmm. it's such an important part of the the process in terms of uh, you know, reaching that goal. We have a visible goal for many of us that train in, in martial arts and Brazilian jiu-jitsu is no different, is that the coveted black belt, like mm-hmm. getting that belt and saying that you are an expert in this or this is a testament to you know an expert understanding of of this art, and and what that does though is that it it makes it it makes it almost like um, that's the end, right? But the, as you just indicated in the speech, it's not. It's just the wall that you have to get over. That's right. to, to the whole unexplored world that, on the you know, other side. That's on the other side, right? And you're going to run into a lot of obstacles like physical obstacles, mental obstacles. And we were just talking about this earlier too. And we kind of feel that way every time we see that somebody like Eric, for instance, makes, gets his uh, Brown belt or gets promoted. Do you guys get promoted to the next level? Is that that wall was a, maybe a little bit smaller than the black belt wall, but you still had to throw your hat over it mm-hmm. and, and just go after it. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and I think it's, I think that makes this whole speech about the space exploration was about, setting that goal and, and understanding that like, of course it's not going to be easy, yeah but sometimes you just have to go after it. You just yeah. have to make up your mind and dedicate your time to going to do it. And there's so much of that in, in what we do in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu because, because again, just like anything else, there are parts of this that are very, um, you know, rote, you know, there's drilling and it's the same moves and it's blah, 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 blah. And you do it over and over and over again that we really don't blame people who get bored or burn out or, you know, this just isn't for them. And they quit, you yeah. know, they are like, I've had enough, you know, I'm not, I'm not interested in doing this or getting that far, but, but for those that, that stick around and because we've, we've also talked about this too, there's a quote from Chris Howder that says, it's not who's best, it's who's left. Right. Which ultimately means that you are the best
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: right. is because you continuously throw that hat over the wall and you keep exploring, you keep pushing to go further. You don't, you don't run into a barrier that you can't overcome. And yeah. I think the mystery behind it is that it's not as though each wall becomes easier to traverse. In fact, I would argue that each wall becomes harder to traverse. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's what I think. I mean, that's what I think about when I, when I look at this and we've touched a little bit about it on it in previous podcasts and so forth, because we're always trying to find a way that we could continue not only to inspire each other to, to Mm -hmm. train, but to inspire our students to train and keep that, passion alive
0: for for jujitsu
1: because we know it's going to be difficult
0: yeah you know what i find interesting is um it talks about you know what's on the other side the the only way to know what's on the other side is if somebody goes there and comes back and tells you right in the space program that that's what we were trying to do was to get there so that we could come back and and tell people like what's out there right You, you know the intention was probably a lot broader you know to to rule the space um, whatever that meant, right? yeah, yeah I mean yeah. that there was a lot to that with you know probably um military wise and you know technology wise there was yeah. a lot that we needed to learn um that we wanted to use that for, but um, you know we wanted to get there so that we could report back. The cool thing about jujitsu is there's people who've gone there and they've reported and back, they report
1: back exactly right, yeah, and yeah. we
0: we hear this, right like they're they're like, oh man. I, when I got my black belt, like that's where it started. Like that's right. where the journey started. Right. You know, and I think what we're all trying to do is to, like, you know, if it's a wall, the wall of space or the wall of jujitsu, you know, part of the wall is getting to the top before you jump down to the other side. Like you get this bird's eye view of what's down sure. below. Sure. You know, and, and, um, you know, we kind of get that. You know, so Foglia getting his brown belt. Right. So this is a great example of that because now he sees over that wall. The very next day you are a brown belt and you have this other thing around your waist. Right. And you know, what's that like? Yeah. You know, and you can speak to that. There's there's like four hundred white belts, two hundred blue belts, fifty purple belts, and they all want to know what that was like that day. Sure. What's the next day like? Exactly.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a fascinating point. I have nothing else to add to this. <laughs> Me either.
0: <laughs> I mean, it sounded at first like this would be a really great topic to to Well, it is. Here's, here's a question I have for you. Sure, go ahead. So um, when you're leveling up, right, and, and you're you're ba- basically deeming this a worthy endeavor. Yeah. Here's the problem, um, is staying there long enough to get there, right? So it's true. So just like you're skateboarding, right? Like you didn't just go out there and like kick around and accidentally do a kickflip. Right. Like you went out and you just drilled it out. Right. So talk to me about practice. What's practice mean to you? So this is like, this is
1: this is such a, because uh, I was thinking about this specifically in relationship to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu today, right? And I've noticed that I did like a couple of weeks ago, whatever it was, I, I injured my knee pretty bad. I was worried about it. I was worried about not being able to walk on knee requiring surgery or something mm-hmm. else to to get me back into into action. But I just didn't stop. Going So I had to modify my game so I didn't have to use my right leg as much because I was concerned about it. And I'm still a little bit apprehensive. And now I realize that it's strong enough for me to put it back into play. And I also noticed like holes in my game because of my right leg not being available. Okay. And so now my mindset, and it's on now, suckers, because I'm back. I'm like, I'm already figuring out ways to practice, yeah. you know, to get both of my legs back into work so I can still take it easy on it just to make sure I'm safe, but I'm putting it back into play. And I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. See, here's the thing there's always like new stuff that I get excited about and I go and I take a look at it and I play with it and I have fun. But the, I still, every day, guys, I still think about Brazilian Jiu Jitsu every day. I think really? about jujitsu. I study jujitsu and I obsess about Brazilian jujitsu every stinking day. As your geek. I am a geek, but, I, but, but, but it's. I love it though. But what I'm most excited about is practicing. What I'm most excited about is going to test it out and see what works and what doesn't work. The same way that when you're trying to land a trick, you're like, I'm, I'm taking a look at all the things that I'm doing right and I'm looking at all the things that I'm doing wrong. Because the worst thing that could happen is to say that this move is wrong, it's not working, and you just scrap the whole thing. I'll bet you there's just one little thing that you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that was that. So talk to me about practice. Practice is the whole reason I do anything. It's the whole reason I I I'm into being a parent. The the whole reason I'm into being a husband. The whole reason I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, graphic design, you know, skateboarding, yeah. snowboarding, playing music, all of it, all of it to me is practice ask me about playing music. I love playing shows. I love playing them out live, but nothing compares to having Joe Stetter in my living room. And we're drinking beers and just writing music. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I could do that yep. forever and be totally satisfied. Yeah. You know, and I, and don't get me wrong. I love playing shows live and I love putting the music out there, but, but if it
0: was just he and I in my, my living room making tunes for ourselves, like yeah. I love to practice. Here's the funny part about that. Cause we were talking about this, right? Like, like what you think about the most yeah. is what you should be doing. You should do it. Doing. Yes. And, um, like, you know, it's funny. Cause like you watch somebody play the guitar really good and you're like, man, I wish I could play the guitar that good. Okay, awesome. But you don't practice the guitar. Like you don't right. enjoy practicing it. That's what they had to do to get that good. Exactly. Like they just enjoyed sitting there doing like stupid things for hours on ends on, right. on a guitar. Just did a little you know that's whatever, right. just playing around. They played, right? They played around, you know, yeah. and that's like if you don't enjoy practicing it, just thinking about it all the time and playing, yeah, like it's it's probably not for you, right? right? I would I would agree, right? <laughs> like I I play around with my guitar. I don't practice it every day. I whenever I get like an itch, I go and I scratch it. Sure, but I don't expect to be a good guitar player. Sure, and I'll never claim to be that. Right, but you know, people who are really great, you know, they've spent and jujitsu is that way. You know, it's like Absolutely. if you spend your time thinking about it and practicing it, like. Well, obviously, you're going to end up being successful in a tournament, you know. Yeah, you're going to get good because he freaking likes to practice. Yeah, you're going to get good <laughs> at it, and I
1: think that's the, right. That's the whole funny thing about this is that is that it, you know there are varying degrees of talent in the world, but talent is a is a rare thing. It's not it's not a common thing. Most of us have the same amount of skill sets as the next person. Yeah. And you can look at me and say, you're really good. But I can also turn around and look at somebody else and say, no, they're really good. But the, But we all started with having almost zero knowledge of, yeah. of any of this stuff. And we all sucked. You know? <laughs> and... And so if we're nothing more than like a a proof positive, a testament to the fact that if you just practice enough, I always like to be this guy. I like to be the guy that you look at me and go, if that guy can do it, I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yes, it's totally true. Just practice it, you know, but don't do it for any other reason other than you just love to practice. I mean... I love to mix it up. I love to be on the mat scrapping with people. It's just fun for me. Yeah, it's you a blast. Know? And And I'm not thinking about you as a person. I'm not thinking about, oh, I have to beat Pat in the next match. Yeah. I'm thinking about, I have to execute the, this De La Riva. I've got to hit it right here, and this is how I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I don't care whose legs it is that I'm doing it to, you know? Absolutely. So just know that that, that endeavor is
0: selfish. I mean, it's totally me focused on me. <laughs> <laughs> well it's funny too because like uh, you know back on Pat over here you, you probably spent a lot of time putting comedy together I mean you're mm-hmm. always five years yeah. and, and you're always on podcasts with other people I mean how? Hundreds. I mean he's you're Hundreds. basically yeah yeah that's a lot of laughing you're too. basically the most popular guy we know I'm <laughs> he's yeah. the pod father Podfather. <laughs> I like that <laughs> <laughs> but you know you uh, you don't you don't like Think about that as work, do you? No. Yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. All All that most free. Yeah, and you can tell when you see this guy on stage. I mean, I said this already, but you see him on stage, and you know that you just kind of get yeah. that feeling that he's he's been, you know, dicking a dog on the stage for for yeah. quite a while. Sure,
1: sure. No props. No props. Except just for a one. Note, there's just one prop. One prop. It's a dog. And it's a dog. I love. <laughs> Listen, it. the 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 thing is, is that they say that these conversations happen. I think we, it's important for us. We've always set out as, as the two of us to like sort of dispel some of the myths behind yeah. some of these phrases. Like one of them is like, you know, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And that's bullshit. It's all bullshit. <laughs> you're going to work a lot. Yeah. Yeah. The difference is, is you're going to enjoy it. You'll like work. Like, and and it makes, it makes it possible for you when you do hit those walls Yeah. for you to be to be able to problem solve, fix it and 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 move on with your day. It gives you the confidence that you need to be able to do those things. Yeah. You know, and, and is it work? Yeah, it's a lot of work. Don't tell anybody and you were talking about like guitar players, right? Yeah. The worst thing you can tell somebody that you think is talented or gifted is that, oh It must be. I wish I was as talented as you. You know, because fuck you.
0: Yeah, way to take all their exactly. You've taken right. My wife
1: and I were just talking about this (laughs) not long ago. It takes everything away from them that they've worked so hard for. You know. Yeah, they're talented because because they've worked really hard, and you're watching them at the end of a of a particular part in their you know their their lifespan in terms of whatever it is, guitar, working out, jujitsu. You know, and you're like, oh, you're really good. I wish I was that good.
0: Yeah, and you're like, well. Yeah, so, so let me split this for a minute because, you know, we talked about, like, the high wall of jiu-jitsu, the high wall of space, right? And, you know, some things are deemed worthy to set a goal, right? Like, sure. So, so we, you know, I'm not saying to walk away from things that you've deemed worthy to set a goal. Sometimes you're not going to enjoy it, but you need to do it anyways, you know, and we, and we talk about these yeah. things, right? Yeah. But there are some things out there like, like, let's practice this. Man, I, I don't know. I just, I don't really like practicing the guitar, Okay, so don't play it. It's it's super simple. Sell
1: it on eBay. Yeah, stop beating Facebook, yourself up Facebook about it. Facebook marketplace, you can sell that thing in an afternoon. Yeah,
0: you can lean it against a wall and it's gonna stare at you every day for the rest of right. the life. Right. And what does it do? It abuses you, right? Because you're like,
1: Oh, I should really be I should be practicing guitar and you're like, yeah. but I don't want to, and you're like, Yeah, you put yourself in this cage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know. And And
0: some people it's okay. Like they don't have the intention of being a black belt in jujitsu. That's okay. Which is totally fine. Yeah. And like, if you really don't like going to the gym, like you hate every minute of being there of like being close to people and touching people and being sweated on okay so don't do it yeah it's fine
1: i still think i you still have the the potential of being an awesome human being yeah you know
0: (laughs) i know lots of people who do cool stuff in life and like they've never wrestled exactly exactly and i still think you're aces right yeah
1: so Uh, i I, it's totally true you don't have to do jujitsu no right right you should
0: but you don't have to and if you want to be anything in this world like you
1: probably will i mean if you want to yeah Right, if you want to be
0: somebody. If you want to be somebody. <laughs> <laughs> if if you if you want any ounce of respect from us. I'm, I mean, just I'm not saying, saying I'm not saying you have to. You won't get everybody's respect, you get <laughs> yeah, our respect. Yeah. If you do that. Yeah. But You don't have to. So what's on your mind, man?
1: Did I have did I have anything on my mind? <laughs> we. Sh- <laughs> We usually like we usually write this stuff down so that like, I can I can follow along but uh oh you do know what I do Something on my mind. I have something on my mind because I'm holding it in my hands right now. <laughs> you guys, Galino was wasted last podcast because he was on yeah. muscle relaxers. That's not what I'm on today. I'm on MVP yeah. from Wegmans. Okay, careful. Hold it gently.
0: I'm, I saw what it did to you earlier.
1: You have no idea. This actually became a problem in my household today. So MVP for those of you that are that are uninitiated is maximum velocity power. Okay, <laughs> it's a it's a performance That's- sport drink hey, h sh- 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 i don't want it to erupt okay yeah. it is it is maximum velocity it says don't power. shake yeah actually yeah it encourages you not to shake it please don't <laughs> shake this one <laughs> in fact don't consume this so this is easily this is easily like my third bottle of this today and man i'm telling you what i'm a rocket man yeah. i'm a rocket man and i'm on a mission to mars
0: i think you even held your finger in a certain way like this today
1: that's right because where am i going Up, I'm going up. He's going up. MVP. (laughs) All right. So, so a lot of people think MVP stands for most valuable player. It doesn't. It stands for maximum velocity power. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) I told, I told my wife, you even turned it into gang signs. I did. I did. I turned into gang signs earlier. He was that awake at (laughs) 6am. This was hilarious because my, I got home, I got home and, and, you know, started cleaning up the kitchen and stuff and nobody was awake yet. And then my little one started waking up and making their way downstairs. And my wife came down and then my youngest was the, was the last one to get up and, or she she was somewhere in that range. I don't know. It was, but anyway, she's six and she comes downstairs. And the first thing he wants to do is, is drinking MVP right, yeah. and the reason we have them in our house is we had a family get together yesterday, and so we got juices and stuff for the kids and stuff, and and so we have a bunch of this shit like left over, and she wants to drink an MVP, and she's holding it right, yeah. and and she starts to shake it, and I go whoa 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 whoa, <laughs> I said baby don't shake Ooh. that, that's maximum that was- that's maximum velocity power, and she's like, <laughs> was she, like it stunned her, <laughs> she was like what, and my wife freaking <laughs> losing it. I was like, sweetheart, you don't want to spill that. I mean, it could just, it could take out the entire world. And she was like, (laughs) she's like, are you serious? I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. You can drink it. Sorry.
0: <laughs> just make sure you eat some breakfast first before this you that. This is unfair because, I mean, back when we were kids, like, it was a barrel with foil on top. That's right. You, you, you remember Little Hugs? Little Hugs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you had a little hug. I mean, what did that do for you? Dude, that was
0: not it maximum velocity you know, power.
1: You know what was? What? Is that when the Kool-Aid man finally did his thing, <laughs> yeah. then you started to feel like maybe there's something here. He bust through the
0: wall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. High C, right? I mean. I mean he had it he had it down to the kool-aid man and then but i mean it was still kind of kitsch you
0: know yeah wow, but shortly after that came ecto cooler yeah the ecto cooler oh yeah if you got so, your hands on some of that green uncarbonated mountain dew look it was awesome <laughs> ecto cooler was the shit ecto cooler it, it didn't it have uh slimer from uh yeah, ghostbusters the ghostbusters on, yeah, the, absolutely. on the front of it yeah yeah, oh, it man. was terrific. And I think that's one of the first ones that came in a foil pouch which like we didn't really know how to use yet, so we'd poke the straw through the other side and out the back. <laughs> well, <laughs> then you're screwed. Right, right.
1: And then see so like so the the path diverges. It goes into two branches. <laughs> one is one is sugary drinks that that just made you fat and the other one made you fast, okay? So <laughs> Now here's the here's the secret It's all made of the same shit. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> but right. if you drink Capri Suns, you're a loser, right? But if you drink Gatorade, or more importantly, MVP, MVP, know, maximum velocity power. I don't know. I oh, mean, that's awesome. Yeah, stuff. that six six foot vertical leap doesn't seem so uh, insurmountable.
0: Man, I'll tell you what blew my mind. So uh, out in Carlisle, there's a uh, uh, an ice cream place called Leo's and Leo's makes all their own flavors of ice cream. I mean, this is hard pack, super premium, hard on the gut, but this stuff is the bomb. Is a maximum velocity? If if there was a maximum velocity ice cream, this would be it. Okay. And I'll tell you what hit me right in the dome was cornbread batter with habanero. Whoa. It burned my mouth. Like my mouth was on fire. It was sweet, it was salty, it was cold, but it was hot. It was cold, but it was hot. A little bit crunchy from the corn. Like there was real cornmeal batter in there. And this ice cream, I ate one bite of it and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I've had enough. Thank you. But it was delicious, man. Amazing. I- I've never had anything like that. And I tried to convince everybody else to try and they looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah. Well, you know it was crazy? What? Is that ice cream? That ice cream was crazy, yeah. man. That shouldn't even be legal. Yeah. No wonder I was having stomach problems all weekend. Yeah. I don't know how you... Heavy cream, lots of sugar, habanero. Maximum velocity. Maximum velocity ice (laughs) cream, baby. That's what they should call it. They should. (laughs) You know what I thought
1: about doing though, too, is that we could take MVP a little bit a step further and it could be EMVP. That could be the extreme maximum velocity. What would you do to make it extreme?
0: Obviously, habaneros. Yes. Thank you, Pat. I thought you were going to tell me nothing, just put a knee on the bottle. It's exactly what I would do. It'd be the same thing. Like, this is this is marketing 101 right here. We'll just change the label. Yeah. Now it's extreme, maximum. Yeah, velocity. you know, the regular stuff is like, I don't know, red, orange, blue. The extreme stuff is going to be green. Fluorescent green. And it's going to be extreme. <laughs> yeah. And it's got to smell like like paint thinner. <laughs> I mean, I want to know that I'm drinking a sports drink when I drink a sports drink, you know? Yeah, and I want to know someone
1: named Kyle holding it. Yeah, I need to know someone named Kyle holding it, and I need to know that it's high octane. High octane. You know? Yeah, I want Kyle to be a little aggressive. I want him to wonder. I want to wonder if, like, the next step isn't (laughs) him, like, completely losing his shit and tearing everyone's arms off. Yeah. Beating you to death with him. Yeah. Yeah. You should ask his mom if he can borrow him.
0: I will. All right. I'll see you tonight sweet so what else you got on your mind hey you guys um did you know that there is legitimately a dog out there that that helps us all understand that other dogs have purpose i do i'm familiar
1: with one of these animals
0: yeah there's one staying at my house i saw we're babysitting it for a buddy it attacked me (laughs) <laughs> he did attack you he, he, bit, he bit you in the ankle yeah. And the best part is You didn't even budge You didn't flinch <laughs> I did. But And the reason why is like he's nowhere close He's nowhere close to being A threat yeah. Anywhere near to your vitals That's right. Or anything that could hurt you
1: Look, it, let me put it this way <laughs> If that dog had an opportunity if, if he, Let's just say for the sake of argument, He did hit me in a vital spot yep. right? I would have said good on you dog Because there's yeah. no way <laughs> I would have. I would have suspected that that animal could. So even, he yeah. he's
0: a wiener dog. He's so low to the ground. This is this is this is his method, right? He walks into the grass, and when he feels grass touching his pecker, that's when he pees. I think it's. I think it's his genius. This is brilliant. Yeah. He's like, no grass touching my pecker. This is not where I pee. Yeah. I like this. <laughs> it's amazing. But but this dog, this dog has me convinced that his only purpose in life is is so that you know that other dogs actually do have a purpose. He, he is designed so poorly. Yeah. Right. Like if he had to survive one night in the wild. Right. it would not happen. Exactly. He, he, he would couldn't reach any berries off of a bush. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't chase anything down. Right. Yeah. You know, listen, I, I don't know who designed it, but they were, they were like, let's take the worst qualities out of any dog. And let's put it all on this one. And And put it in one dog. Yeah, yeah. It'll be hilarious. (laughs) And the Germans are like, uh, let's call it uh, a (laughs) Wiener Because it looks like a Wiener. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like a Wiener. (laughs) So, So this thing's running around my house and. It does. It does some funny things, and so I, I have, um, I've been sending them pictures of it and and giving them a pun right, every day, right? So, so wiener puns, right? Um, like it was licking dishes in the in the um dishwasher. So I sent them a picture of it and called it the the queener. <laughs> <laughs> right, he's just uh, queening dishes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man so yeah yeah wiener dogs
1: and i we did we did also notice we have the there's a sort of like a sort of a side story here too and that is you know you it's hilarious because when you babysit somebody else's dog you come in and you play with them and you want to make them feel at home this dog's old the dog you're watching is old this dog doesn't give a shit (laughs) About anything In fact when I came in the house You had to like You had to like kick the cage To get the dog to come out To even come over And try and bite me It had no interest in me whatsoever And I think part of it Was that it was just grumpy And he thought it was my fault That he got woken up Which kind of was true But I didn't I didn't suggest this Maybe he was pissed at you He He was pissed at you And he bit me for it but here's the thing, you you know, Galina spent the entire week taking pictures of this dog, making puns, writing to his owner, you know, all this other stuff. And meanwhile, he's got a dog he doesn't give a shit about.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's all used up. You're like I'm like you like you get. She she I've got no Maggie, inspiration. you get. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's my favorite word for <laughs> get. <laughs> i gonna tell you, she hears that word. She knows that there's a foot coming soon after. So she hightails it as soon as she hears it.
1: I mean, my dog's boring, but this old wiener dog is hilarious.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. You know what? I'm sure he'll get boring after a while, but he's not boring yet. That's right. Well, he's going to go home by that time. You'll you'll shed a tear, and you'll be sad that the dog's gone. (laughs) And you'll look at Maggie and be like,
1: why can't you be more like, what's the dog's name? (laughs) Uh... Did we a candy? Candy, yeah. So okay, <laughs> here's the other thing. What's the What's the dog's actual name? Sammy. Sammy. Okay. So here's another thing. This is just a This is quick a quick pro tip for all of you people that venture into the world of like I don't know harboring other animals while they're while your friends are away on vacation. And this is something my wife and I like to do is you purposefully and with much gusto change the dog's name so that by the time. <laughs> So we've changed Sammy's name to Candy. And so Galeno's going to be working on us so that he'll only respond to Candy by the time <laughs>
0: <laughs> his friends return for the dog. <laughs> the kids will come home. Come here Sammy and Sammy's be like nope. What? And you be like bite him. And you're going to right. He's going to run <laughs> over and go. Cause that's what this one did. <laughs> he did too. It was so. It was. It, it, listen, you were in no danger at any. point. I didn't that feel time. that I was in danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I felt pretty safe. <laughs> so I, I learned something about about this dog sitting thing here, right? Um, you know, I got the call like, "Hey, can you watch my dog while I'm away?" Said, yeah, sure. So we go out to this. um <clears throat> this birthday party where a lot of people are at everybody kind of knows each other and a lot of them know the people I'm, I'm sitting this dog for and, and uh, they're like yeah he asked me and we told him no and the next person's like oh yeah we told him no too I realized I was the last person that <laughs> got asked <laughs> I was like number six on the list yeah yeah, you weren't number one <laughs> <laughs> how is that fair I thought I was the first choice I was all proud of myself it's not who's best it's who's left <laughs>